right, everybody. Today we have on a very special guest, and we will be talking about the female perspective of being single in your 30s. Holla. So, I mean, holla, holla. So, everybody knows Cassie and I are married old broads, but there was a time where me in particular, I was single for a really long time. So, we're both really interested in hearing more about this. So, Krista. Sinwar, welcome to Baron Bilo. We're so happy to have you here. I hope you're happy to be here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Super happy. Super excited. <laughs> Good. Krista, our beautiful guest. Why don't you tell the Biblo baddies a little bit about yourself? So I am almost 32 and I am painfully single. Um, <laughs> painfully. It's painful nowadays. Um, yeah. But um, no, I'm a. I am a uh, co-owner of a wellness center, so I'm a massage therapist. I work at a gym, and I teach spin and all that fun stuff, and I kind of just circle my entire life around, like, health, wellness, and fitness, so I I touch naked people for a living, and it's uh, it's fun, I think. I love when people ask me to describe my job. I say I touch naked people for a living and, like, just get their reaction at first. Yes, I know. It sounds like it could be really sexy. Like, oh my God, you should have no problem finding a man <laughs> until you get that one person that hasn't showered in two weeks. And then you're like, why the fuck do I do this? No, I'm telling you my, my, uh, business partner and I, uh, Laura, who I'm sure is going to be listening to this. We always say like, oh, their butt crack smells. And it's always the oh. fucking guys. Really? Always. No way. <laughs> you can smell like you'll pull the blanket and you'll just get that woof and I'll be like oh that musty dusty smell oh my god because you're probably like ready to ask for their phone number as you're like massaging the shoulders and then you get down to the butt and you're like nope okay nope and you know what's the worst is you can sometimes smell it through the sheets (gasps) oh yeah oh yeah my job. Okay, I'm it's sitting here fun. speechless right now. I just got like my mouth open. <laughs> I just covered my face with my sweatshirt. <laughs> oh my god, I'm trying not to like laugh hysterically into the microphone. I can't believe this is something you deal with as a masseuse. Like I would, of all the things that I'm sure you come across, that is not something that I would fucking guess. It happens less though. Okay. Now that I have a lot of like regulars and like my, my peeps are cool. But like when I was working, I was working at a spa for a little while. Shoot. Well, you also, in you know, our previous discussions, you talked about how you really like to put yourself out there. And I really loved hearing that because it was something that was really hard for me to do. I know it's hard for a lot of other women to do. So I want you to talk about that a little bit. Like there has to be a fair amount of rejection that comes along with it. So how do you handle that? Like I've, I've got rejected by like, maybe like vibes I thought were wrong. Like I was, like messaging with somebody and they're like oh my god I'm really sorry like that's not the intentions I had and I'm like oh like you know what it's fine because you if you don't do it you don't you don't know if you don't right. put yourself out there you're never going to know if there was ever a chance and you have nothing to lose in the beginning stages right like Absolutely. so why not I'm with you Krista I not that I had like, you know, a ton of dating experience in my life, but even with my current husband, like we probably wouldn't be together if it wasn't for me because I put myself out there. Like I put myself out there all the time. Like when I was in the dating scene and stuff and because I'm just like, whatever, like what's there to lose? Yeah. It does suck sometimes, or maybe back in the day, 
when you're in your twenties, a little less secure. Yeah. I think it hurt more in my twenties. I would say that. I never thought about that. What do you think is different about dating in your twenties versus dating in your thirties? Like high level, is there something that stands out to you more about what the biggest difference is? In my twenties, I was just looking for any guy. I was looking for, well, I was a Jersey shore, like fanatic. And I dated a guy that looked like he was out of the Jersey shore and he was gorgeous and he's a wonderful person. And I think he's engaged now. Good for him. He's a very good person. But, um, you know, dating in my thirties, I'm finding myself attracted to older men, um, men, men who are maybe divorced because they are getting out of something like either we'll say anywhere from like a narcissistic relationship to maybe just not working out and like being mature enough to know that it's okay. You know, and I think that's the most important part is in my twenties, it was like, something doesn't work out. It sucks. It's terrible. I want to cry and eat ice cream and, you know, go out with my girlfriends and make out with as many guys as I can versus now it's like, you know, it didn't work out. It sucks, but you know, I'm not going to force anybody to be with me. And I would beg somebody in my twenties probably to be with me where now if somebody breaks up with me, I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm I'm really sorry. You feel that way. And I really hope and wish nothing but the best for you. That is such a great lesson to have learned over the years coming from your twenties, going into your thirties. Was there something that happened that was maybe like a light bulb moment that, you know, occurred in your life that you're like, okay, this is how I need to be moving forward. Yeah. I had a, I had a breakup with somebody I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with him. Um, And my parents were moving to Arizona. So from Buffalo to Arizona, that's like, um, I think it's 4,300 miles from my house to the house. And uh, I was going through it. I was really going through it. And this person, unfortunately, could not handle that. So at the time, my entire world was ending. And then all of a sudden, my boyfriend doesn't want to be with me. And I remember we went to Tim Hortons for him to break up with me. And I was like begging him almost up, but without begging, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I was so torn up about it and I was sick and I was just, I mean, I didn't, I mean, I went to bed at like 10 o'clock and if anybody knew me in my twenties, I wasn't in bed before 2 AM every night. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was completely shook. My world was shattered. And then my parents were moving. They're selling my family home. I'm now living above a bar. It was just, it was, it was horrible. Right. Well, fast forward to last year, he accidentally called me and I, we were talking and I was like, a good know, old accidental call, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, and he was like, I just couldn't handle the negativity around what was going on with you. And now I look back at that and I was like, you know what? That's okay. Because that means that you're not, you're not able to handle me at all. If you can't mm-hmm. handle that, I mean, if you only want just this much of me, you can't have all of it because I'm a girl. Okay. We go through it once a month. Yes. You guys both know it. And I think that that, like, I think, I think after my parents moved and I am hundred percent self-sufficient, I mean, I, I've changed a career with mm-hmm. nothing to fall back on. I mean, I had to do every, I've, I've done everything for myself. I mean, my parents have helped me and I'm very grateful for them, but you know, I've had to learn to do everything for myself. And I think that shifted a lot of my thinking mm-hmm. that, I don't need to beg somebody to be in my life. I don't need to do all this. I know my self-worth. And I think that's why I have trouble with dating because I will not settle. 
And the more you love yourself, like you just are like, I, I don't need this bullshit. This is like not where I want my energy to go. I eventually got to a point where I'm like, I'm not going to fucking settle for, for this bullshit. I know what I want and I am not. You know what you deserve? Yeah, I know what I want. I know what I deserve. And I'm not entertaining anything past like a first date or a first like kind of couple of interactions if it's not working for me. And I think that's when, when you finally, not like you just give up, but you're just like, whatever, I don't need it as much as I did before is when you really, I think, find the right person that fits in your life. That's when I ended up finding my husband. It was like probably a, a year after I was just like, I don't care anymore is when I met him. And then it just worked. That's kind of where I'm, I'm like, that's exactly where I'm at. Like, I don't care to entertain anybody who's not on my level, not going to, you know, like, like red flags for me, like are going to be different probably from you or from you, Cass. I mean, it's, it's probably going to be different. I mean, red flags for me are you have no aspirations or, I mean, a red flag for me recently. I mean, yes, I'm, I'm only 35 days sober, but like uh, my one friend tried to hook me up with this guy. And every time I saw him, he was hammered, hammered in a way where like, he's falling all over me, hammered. And oh like, God. And I'm like, I, I have no interest in being with somebody where if I'm deciding to take a sober lifestyle for a little while or the rest of my life, whatever I choose, I have no interest in holding you up while we're at a bar. And this guy's 39. Oh yeah. Forget it. Eh, he's yeah. out of here. Bye. Bye. It's hard to meet somebody organically. It's really, yeah. really hard. And, and I am like, I dated this guy. Oh, he was like everything I wanted. He was as everything. And it, the vibe was great. And uh, he love bombed me really hard. And, and I saw all the red flags and my best friend, like basically story went, my best friend tried to hook me up with this guy. She goes, she was working at, she was a general manager at this restaurant. She goes, can you bartend this night? And I was like, sure. So I bartended and then he <clears throat> um, never showed up that day. So I was like, whatever. So I'm on hinge and this guy, I look at him and I'm looking at his hinge. And I was like, oh my God, that's the guy. So we were like most compatible. So we started talking and we went on our first date and it was an awesome first date. And I told him like, hey, were you supposed to meet this girl at this place? He's like, yeah. And I was like, hi, I'm her. I thought like, this is fate. This is, I was supposed to meet him. Like, you know, God brought him back around so I can meet him. Yeah. Well, God showed me a lesson um, because I should have listened to my gut. And I kept telling Michael Lee and I was like, dude, he, this is what he's saying to me. This, 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 this. No, Krista, no, Krista. He's a good guy. I, I just, I can feel it. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Well, this good guy, the day after my birthday dumped me. Oh, fuck him. Yeah. The best yeah. part about it was he had talked about how females would like berate him and he'd have to block them. And I was like, listen, like, I'll never do that. Well, he treated me like one of those females who blocked and he blocked me before he could even say boo. Cause if he would have let me say boo, I would have said, I'm sorry you feel that way. Are you going to pay for the boots your dog ate? Cause his dog <laughs> ate my brand new Uggs. Oh. oh my God. So you've had a guy break up with you at Tim Hortons and you've had a guy break up with you and then just completely ghost you. Block me. He blocked me. I could never, 
I could get a hold of him on Facebook probably if I found him on Facebook because we were he blocked me on Instagram, he blocked my phone number. I'm like, listen, bitch, you want me to show you crazy? I will, but I'm not gonna beg you to be in my life and I'm not gonna tell you about yourself. I'm going to simply tell you, I'm sorry, that's how you feel. I feel different. And then I'm gonna shit talk you to my friends behind your back like a normal person. Well, yeah. When I was talking to him, I wouldn't tell my parents that I met him online because they didn't like it. And then I finally did, and I was like. I'm embarrassed to tell people I met my boyfriend online. So I, that's not me. Well, you shouldn't be embarrassed by that. I think people meet all different ways. I think it's just my own insecurity, I guess. Yeah. I know you mentioned the love bombing. And I just want to touch on that for a second because oh, it's such a tricky thing. And I love that there's a term out there. There's a label for it because when it's happening to you, usually after the fact, when you're reflecting on it, you, it's such a disconnect and you're like, what the fuck just happened to me? Like yeah, Jekyll and Hyde situation. Like, wait a minute you were like loving and doting on me and so sweet and caring. And obviously that's a representation or should be of who you are. So that's what I'm going off of. Now, all of a sudden you're criticizing me. You're not consistent. You have a bad attitude with me. You're just like, what's happening? Like it is a really tricky and scary thing when you're single, I think in meeting new people, like you have to almost look out for that stuff when you're just trying to like find the love of your life. It should be a happy time, not a time where you like, have your guard up and your defense is up, you know? Kathleen, I think you and I talked about this briefly, like early, early on in one of our episodes. And so I just remember like reading about it and they, some people say that that's a form of, a, of abuse or Absolutely. some sort of like psychological, mental abuse with this love bombing. And I don't think people talk about it enough. I have the definition. I'm going to read it. Are you guys read it. hold it up on Google? Okay. This is just a uh, Google definition. <laughs> so it's got to be real. It's the internet. So it has to be real. This is fact. Okay. Love bombing is an attempt to influence a person by demonstrations of attention and affection. It can be used in different ways and for either positive or negative purposes. Psychologists have identified love bombing as a possible part of a cycle of abuse and have warned against it. It's also been described as psychological manipulation in order to create a feeling of unity within a group yeah. against us. Okay. Well, that's different. So, but still a feeling of Gross. unity between two yeah. people in a relationship. It's, it is a form of manipulation, but what the fuck? I've had two men in particular. Um, one I knew in high school and now it actually, we, we, we kind of dated and now we are estranged and it sucks because I, I really enjoyed him as a friend and it's kind of sucks now that our, it ended that way, but he would tell me how much he was excited that we reconnected and that I'm everything he's ever wanted. And that I recon make him reconsider not wanting to be in a relationship and then tells me the most hurtful thing I've ever heard in my whole life. And then this guy, this last guy told me our first date, this is the best first date I've ever been on. And like, basically like poached me to say the same stuff. No, I because I don't want to sit here and not take accountability for my own actions because I am not perfect. I mean, I'm perfect, but like, right, of course. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm an accountability person. Like, that's what I look for in a guy. Like I look for a guy who could sit there and be like, yeah, I was a piece of shit when I was 26, but I grew and I learned from it. Yeah. Um, and so like, I feel like every relationship or every dating that I've done since I've been not in a relationship with my ex-boyfriend of seven years ago, 
you know, I've learned every single time that I've gone on a date with somebody or I did something or they did something what I didn't want. But the love bombing is really, uh, I mean, I, I fell for it once and I fell for it twice, but I will never fall for it again. No, nope. fool me. Wait, there's a saying out there. Fool me one time. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool, fool me, me three, three times. times. Fuck the peace sign. Those are, these are lyrics in. Uh... <laughs> what is this, like a Papa Roche song or something? I, no, I think it's Kendrick Lamar or something. Oh, okay. Papa Roche. Did you just say Papa Roach? I know. Wow. I listen to all old music. I don't listen to anything new, really. Drake is the only thing I listen to new because I want to have his children. I haven't heard the name Papa Roach in a really long time. That's a good millennial reference. Yeah, it is. <laughs> If there's any like 20 year olds listening they're like oh papa roach google them Find yeah them google, papa roach. google him what your last resort is yes yes <laughs> this is my last resort <laughs> suffocation no breathing <laughs> oh. oh my god i'm gonna go punch a wall after this Krista, I love hearing over time from your 20s to your 30s that you've learned that you will absolutely, hell no, never settle for anything less than you deserve. So that is such a great message today. And I'd really love, Cassie, and I would love if you told the Biblo baddies, what do you hope for the future today, moving forward, almost 32 and on? What are you thinking? I'd love to find my partner, my, my male counterpart that compliments me and I compliment him. I'm not looking, but I, I'm not, not looking, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I really want to be a mom and I really want to start a family and, and really just find like my person, like Grey's Anatomy, like my person. That's what I want. I'm a big Grey's fan. So great reference. Yeah. You know, but the thing is though, I'd rather be happily single than settle for anybody that just walks into my life, you know, for you You girl. So, you know, I, I look for a guy that takes care of himself, you know, and that can be, you can still have a dad bod and we can still go to McDonald's. I work out all the time. It's fine. Ooh, those dad bods. Those are sexy. And if Pete Davidson's listening, hi, I'm single. DM me on Instagram. Hit Cresta up. We will definitely provide your Instagram handle so he'll know how to find you or any other man listening. We have, we have 25% male listenership, Krista. So, okay. <laughs> As I, I'm not blushing. <laughs> um, well, in that case, um, hi, my name is Krista. But no, I mean, I just, I just want my person and I want somebody who's going to let me be me and I'm going to let them be them and we can be goofy together and, you know, be the, be a power couple. That's kind of like, I aspire to have that, that man that compliments me in every single way and vice versa, you know, makes me like this year's all about me being the best version of myself for everybody around me. And, uh, you know, that includes me not drinking, you know, being the best version of myself for myself. And, uh, and I hope that me doing that, I can maybe find somebody that goes with that. So love that. that's amazing. We are rooting for you, Krista. <laughs> and I'm so happy that you found that part of you and that you're okay with it all. And whatever happens happens. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Biblo baddies. You heard it here first. 
Hopefully you all have loved this episode as much as we loved our conversation with Krista. Um, You know, we always end the episode with a quote of the day. And so Krista, do you have a quote that you would love to share with us? I absolutely do. Um, It kind of goes with the uh, putting yourself out there because the the great Wayne Gretzky once said that you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. And I live every day like that. Boom. That makes perfect sense from everything that you told us today. Going back to what we said in the beginning, love that you put yourself out there. Just do it. It's all about the mindset, you know? I mean, that's the biggest thing. You know, if you're comfortable with yourself and like Cassie was saying, if you're like, yeah, who cares? You know, if they reject it, whatever, on to the next, you know, that then it's like you have more to choose from, you know, more of an opportunity to find that right person. Yeah, no, for sure. All right. And then the end of the episode, Krista, we do a Velo shout out and Avi, we're going to be shouting out your business, which you started during COVID. So kudos to you. The name of Krista's company is Universal Strength Wellness. Krista, I'll kind of let you explain, but um, basically it looks like you guys use massage and energy work to heal the mind, body, and soul, but tell us a little bit more about it and then tell everybody where they can find you. I co-own Universal Strength Wellness Center with my business partner, Laura Herbie. And uh, we basically, it's just like Cass said, like we heal the mind, body, and soul in the most holistic way possible. Whether if that's on a, um, a more physical aspect of like deeper massages or cupping therapy um, or more on an energy standpoint, um, like my business partner does. And she is the best energy worker I've ever had and ever known And, um, you know, people get scared of energy work and I just tell them that we're all made up of electrons, neutrons, protons, atoms, matter. That's all energy. An example of energy work. Is that like the Reiki? Reiki. Reiki. Okay. Okay. Yes. It really works. And it really helps you you heal from the inside out and where I, you know, as like the sports massage therapist, I heal you from the outside in. I love how well-rounded that is. Yeah. Working from the, you know, out to in, in to out. And then we have a mental health counselor. So she helps heal your mind. You can find us at universalstrengthwellness.com. What's your Instagram handle? At universalstrengthwellness. You know, we picked the longest word possible, longest name possible. That's okay. I think a lot more people are getting into that wellness energy type work and like paying more attention to how your energy affects your life, your breathing, your mind issues in the tissues. Krista, my yoga instructor just this morning said that I've been doing yoga for years. And just this morning, that's the first time I've heard that. That's weird that you just said it because we were in pigeon before we got into the meditative state, but getting there. And he said, issues in the tissues, your hips hold trauma. So it's a great, great place to stay if you need to release some trauma in your hips. Yes. And they said that that's where you hold most of the trauma is, is in your hips. It's wild. And I, I always cry at the end of that, but anyways, I, we like to create a safe space because I have had people cry on the table. Yeah. I cried on the table. I mean, I, I want people to feel safe and to feel themselves and to feel like they're on a journey that makes them the best version of themselves. If that's healthy, that's everything. 
So everybody go to universal strength wellness. So you can heal your mind, body, and soul, because in order to be able to freaking be dating in your thirties, you need to be healed in all the right places. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So go to Krista and Laura, and you guys will be perfectly set up for dating in your thirties. Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. It's a, you actually sign a waiver at the end of that saying that you will be dating in your thirties. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. You will find the perfect man. And if right. you don't, you'll still be happy as hell. Cause you'll be a healed motherfucking bitch. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for having me guys. That was, that was awesome. Oh my Thank God. Like, I really loved it. And I, I mean, meeting, I met you guys on Instagram and now look at us. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's, what's awesome about being in business. Right. And we all get to connect and talk to each other and learn from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and every conversation that Kathleen and I have with anybody that we've never even met in person is just as amazing as the ones that we do meet in person. So this has been really awesome and we can't wait to continue, you know, supporting you and your business and everybody else that we come in contact with. So this has been really awesome. And we wish you nothing but the best. You guys will, you guys will have to check back in a year. Cause you know, then I'll be dating the love of my life. Right. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. Put that energy oh, out there. Hell yeah. I listen, I was underneath the table on new year's Eve. I heard that if you do that, that's when you're going to find. Oh, I saw all those videos. Yes. I've never heard of that. Yeah. And you went underneath, you did it. Yep. I remember I dropped to the floor at like 1259 and 30 seconds. And I was like, I got to get out of the table. And I got <laughs> under the table at Soho. My friend's like, are you okay? At Soho. <laughs> at Soho. Yeah. Well, hopefully you took a shower when you got home. <laughs> I'm way too fucking old to go out. <laughs> oh, wow. Good. Goodness gracious. Aren't we all? Well, awesome. Krista, we do wish you the best. We will follow up with you next year. We know you're going to be with the love of your life. (laughs) We can't wait to see what the year brings for you. So thank you so much for being on today. And Biblo Baddies, not only do you need to go and give Universal Strength Wellness a follow, but hello, you need to follow Baron Below too on Instagram. Yep. At Baron Below Podcast. We just added the little podcast. So make sure you add that in. Subscribe, rate us five stars, and that's it for us. And let's not be fooled, Crystal. I'll probably check in with you next week. (laughs) Because I'm nosy. I'm a nosy motherfucker. (laughs) You are a nosy bitch for for real. (laughs) But I genuinely, I'm nosy, but I do genuinely want to, I'm genuinely checking in. But yes, also, I want to know the deeds. Yes, yes. It's a little bit of both. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, we love you. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. And we will talk, I was going to say talk to you next week, but I guess you'll just be listening to us next week. Bye. (laughs) Bye. 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 Bye.